it's a family thing. Mm. No. My sister's middle name. So my sister's name is Anna. Her middle name is Lee. It's this. It's very southern thing. It's like a whatever. Like your middle name is like a continuation of your first name, yeah. but in the like in the south, you just kind of kind of rolls off the tongue. Like so she Betty was Anna. Yeah. yeah, she was Anna Lee. I was Molly Kate. Uh, my mom's name is Barbara Ann. Add the twang to it, though. Can yeah. Say, can I say yeah. Grow up. I grew up super redneck. So. Hey, I I grew up in rural Ohio. It's a little different than southern, you know, Georgia, but there's there's some crossover. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. There's I some crossover. I miss the south. My stepmom is from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Ooh. So uh, I've been to a good crawfish boil in my days, and let me tell mm. you, you have not lived. Yum. You've been to a good crawfish boil. Yes, please. I, I, I've been right. to Louisiana. I've never been to like an official Louisiana crawfish boil. I've been to some here in Georgia, but they're they're messy and they're delicious. Yes. Anyone else like the song Colin Baton Rouge by Garth Brooks, or is that just me? I love Garth Brooks. <laughs> I don't. I it's can't been forever. Yeah, I've never heard it. Yeah. That song. That song. That song still uh, has has a bar accounts in my opinion. It's a, good, it's a good wedding reception song. Oh, I'm sure. There's a there's a crawfish place a couple blocks from where we live, and I want to try it because I miss crawfish. But it's also like we talked we talked about this in our private chat like we were just zooming the other day, and I'm a food snob. Um, and I was like, do I want to try Southern California crawfish when I've had like Louisiana crawfish? Do mm. I really want to eat that? Not particularly. Yeah. But. But anyway, let's get to our next card before I start talking about my food snob. Uh, um, we'll I, start I, a crawfish I, show next week. Let's start. Mm. A I mean, hell, Jake and Sean are starting a panini show. Let's start a crawfish show. Uh, <laughs> <There's> <laughs> they're starting a panini show, apparently. Don't hate uh, on us. Yes, Jake. <laughs> listen, Jake. <laughs> okay, I expect I a panini in the mail. That's right? that's all I have to say. All right, so I feel personally attacked by this card. Um, drink if you currently have clothes on the floor of your room. <gasps> oh, for sure. Even in my office. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Colin. You're so better than the rest of us. No, yeah, I look, I have this. I have. I have this little hamper. And look, I'm on the road, so I had to like think back to my apartment, which I've been away from for like a week. I'm like, no, it's all in the hamper. I'll drink anyway. Shirt, that bra. I know. So, so do you want to know what's? Do you want to know what's terrible? Sucks. I did my laundry, and so my clean clothes are currently in my hamper. I just need to like. That gets so confusing. I yeah. Take them out and fold them. Uh, raise your. All right, take a drink if you procrastinate on folding your laundry. Hi. Oh, for sure. They live in the dryer until I need to wear them. And I, I like take, take them my. I use, I use the dryer as my closet, oftentimes. <laughs> yes. Well, my yeah, like my my closet space is so limited. Like Jill, I I know exactly what you mean. Like if yes. they're clean and they're all in the hamper, and I know they're all clean, like is that not does that not count as a storage space? Right, as well? that's where my clean clothes are. Like, I know they're clean. Who mm -hmm. says I need to take them out of there? Is that not another? <laughs> 
form of storage. And I'm going to get even <laughs> more deep. And for me, it's like this weird mental anxiety thing where it's like, it's going to take me 19 million hours to fold my clothes and put my clothes away. And then when I actually do it, it takes like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's it's the anticipation drives me bananas. I can't yeah. I can't deal with it. Yeah. Like I'm like I have to put my socks together and fold my own underpants. But uh, I I really only try to fold our t-shirts. Uh, anything that like is visible from like the waist up uh, that could get wrinkled, I'll fold the that stuff. But like I'm not gonna fold my sweatpants. No, fuck that. Who's coming to inspect your sweatpants? <laughs> Like, is your mother-in-law going to come over and be like, uh, all right, all right, I'm, I'm disappointed. For sure. Yeah, no. was, I'm was, reconsidering the whole thing. I was going to just wear my pajama pants today because I was like, they can't see what I'm fucking wearing. I'm wearing jeans currently, and I'm looking at my Incredibles pajama pants across the way right now on my bed, and I'm like, man, I could be in those pajama pants right now. I'm literally always in sweatpants I for know. anything Girl, I know. that I'm recording. Girl, I know. It's, I have like a full on button down, like nice shirt on and then my gray sweatpants. How cute. I had, so I will say I was going to wear like this really cute lace romper get up, but apparently I'm colorblind. And so I asked the, I asked the crew last night, I was like, is this green? Apparently it's aqua. So it doesn't count for like St. Patrick's Day. Well, we're talking about squares and rectangles there. Aqua is technically under the umbrella. Okay, hold on. I'm going to pull it out of, of green. Closet, so y'all need to, y'all need to. Sean, Sean was supposed to set you up some green lighting too. Uh, I yes, thought. he was. Yes, he That's... was. But, but he, he created this cocktail. So I couldn't like get to, uh, you know, so this is, this is aquamarine, right? That's like blue. That's it's, turquoise. Yeah. I, I was going to say turquoise. But, like, but it's it's, it's hard to tell. Green is a lot. It's a lot brighter. In this lighting, it looks like a dark green. Mm. I'll wear it next month. <laughs> Either way, I don't. Yeah, I don't give a shit what color it is. It's gonna look great on you. So so I'm looking forward to seeing it on you. That's Stop. what matters. <laughs> <laughs> no, Stop. I won't. All right. Oh my god. Oh, keep complimenting me, please. Stop, uh, but don't. Stop, stop but not but really. Uh, I could, I could not get away with green lipstick. There's a compliment. I, Jill, Dude. up your volume. What are you? Am I not? I hear you. It's because it's because I was digging in my closet. Can you hear me now? I'm usually loud as fuck. <laughs> usually it's like Jill. We can hear you. It, like you're Jill. a little quiet, but we can hear you. I can hear you loud and clear. Jesus, let me let me let me talk like this for the rest. I of the accept night. you. Okay, hold on. <laughs> um, uh, I so I don't um do this. A drink if you won your most recent fantasy football league. Does anyone do fantasy football? I do. I didn't win that shit though. Uh, if if we consider my season on Madden 05 on PS2 fantasy football, then yeah, I won that. It just said your most recent, right? So. That was my most recent yeah. uh, make-believe football situation. So, yeah, I'll say that. Am I, hold on. Am I way quieter? Hold on. I'm fixing no. things. You sound clear to me. I'm Thank not sure what everybody else is like saying. A, is it like a streaming thing? Can y'all hear me? Hello. We can hear you. Can I just, should I just stay like this the rest of the day? Hi. Hello. <laughs> yes. Just like this. People are going to come in and be like, what the fuck? Did you ever see that Will Ferrell sketch on SNL where he played the guy who, uh, didn't he? He can't 
modulate his voice so he just yells all the time. Sounds like me. Just do that. Just do that. That sounds so, like Will Ferrell and everything. So here's yeah. the so, so so some some behind the curtain shit. I get shit all the time for talking too loud. Like my natural volume is just like you're shouting. Um, but I have a reasoning for that. It's because when I was in theater, I did theater for mm-hmm. how old am I now? Twenty nine. Um, I did theater for half my life. I did theater for about fifteen years. And my thir- my first theater thing, um, we had a 1,000-seat theater, and our director said, y'all need to learn how to project. So this entire show, you're not using microphones. And that was the case for three years. And so yeah. we, didn't use- we didn't use microphones at all. So I, when I was nine years old, I learned how to, like, project my voice. And so I just naturally talk loud. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm projecting. Jill, Jill, Jill I, I feel you. I've been told I am loud on occasion um, when I am just answering questions. Uh, you know, someone will ask me a question, I'll answer it, and then they'll say, You're loud. Um, but I did theater for a long time too. Um, and uh, some of it was unmiked, and you really do have to just belt your little heart out. It's a projection so. thing. And like my sister gives me shit all the time. We'll be at like a bar and she's like, oh my God, you're shouting. And I'm like, that's, just, I'm sorry. That's how I was taught to talk. I just shout really loud. Anyway. I have the opposite problem. I have a very hard time speaking loudly and like projecting my voice. So when I was taking improv classes, people would be like, can you, just like talk a little louder and I would go home ev- and like the next day after every class, I'd be hoarse because I would feel like I was just nope. shouting the whole time. <laughs> like I I'm trying. Improv. I miss improv so, so much. I miss improv. <sighs> you know, too. I'm with you, Molly. Like I, I never was in, I never did any acting or like theater stuff. Um, But like, but like my, my voice is deeper and at least, at least for, for a lady. Me and too. Me too. Um, <laughs> as, I, as I put on my 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 as people call it, my, my customers for business voice. Me too. No, I I natural naturally my voice is pretty. I have a pretty low natural talking voice. Yeah, and that and I'm like also just not like I'm not like I'm not a big in front of people person. So I'm like always like kind of like muttering things. Like I'm usually muttering things or like saying them like under my breath. Or, and and that's always, that's like always been a thing. Like, you know, like my teachers, even when I was presenting something in class, my teachers mm-hmm. were like, that was great. Those are great points. But like, 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 and nobody heard shit. Like, you know, like, like, like nobody <laughs> heard what you were saying. That verbatim. <laughs> like, great, nobody heard what you were saying. <laughs> I need you to work on that next time. And I was like, sure, no problem. We think it was great. We couldn't quite hear it. But Marisol, Marisol, I'm here to tell you, we hear you great in the study sessions. We hear you loud and clear. Because I get hot because somebody's usually talking shit on Titanic or something like that, you know, <laughs> you know, and so I get livid, you know, I get a little animated. If there's one thing that gets me to like throw my voice and project, it's if you talk shit on movies that I love. And, and movies are the one thing, like, like I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, like, you know, I'm pretty, if you can read that, I'm, I'm pretty that, um, um, all the time. Um, and the, the few of the things that really fire me up are just like, usually, you know, 
it's usually just movies. It's usually movie stuff, movie shit. But like, it's just like, will get me to just all of a sudden go like absolutely like real housewives of Atlanta on somebody. Like, like I will, I will go there on somebody all of a sudden, like over a movie. I'll I'll, 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 I'll tell you what's up. Look, I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. Look, chance, chance is like, Hey, chance is one thing I love about working with chance is he is um, the delightful knave uh, of the group who, he inevitably uh, gloms onto those movies that we hold dear and whenever he can throw shade at the right moment. Um, and, and it's like fish in a barrel with him, Marisol. I can't deny it. Like when, when he's, when he's just like, he's like uh, in the, in the, in the uh, uh, critically acclaimed acting smorgasbord that is Titanic or what, whatever the case may be. Like he says something about Titanic and then Marisol's like, all right, where's my hatchet? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna like remove his limbs. I have things to say. Like she is not. Say, I will <laughs> say, I, I always try and be quiet during the, the sessions, but it's like there's sometimes where I just want to like, I'm literally going like, like fighting, like just <laughs> laughing hysterically at some of the shit you guys. I, say. I want, I, I mean, it's my vote. I, I want just. Jill, you are an honorary member of corruption at this point. And I just want you, like, I'm just like, I always, I'm always blessed whenever we see like your hand just like pop I will up. say. Like, you know, like, yeah, we usually like get a this. little like hand. Hey, hey. So we do have a couch cam, but we haven't had couch cam activated once. So it's just my hand going like, uh, it's like, hi. Like, oh, exactly. <laughs> so I will say one of the first corruption sessions I happened to walk by and like I couldn't hear anything because Sean had his headphones in, but I saw mm -hmm. everyone going like <laughs> and Sean and Sean turned to me and he was like, They're very excited to see you. And I was like, Oh, I'm just getting a water. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. No, Jill Sightings get us very excited in corruption. They that do. They do. Happy. They do. You're welcome any day of the week, obviously. I, I, I'm, I'm there. Slide right in there. And you're, you're yeah. Nobody's going to. I'm incognito, um, but I bring a lot of joy. <laughs> um, I don't want to get off on a it's tangent. Like a the, other, the other one that always cracks me up is um, uh, what the one that Chance, I got to give him credit for this. Uh, whenever, so Marisol and Kalinowski uh, both, um, they both like Batman v Superman. Now, now, hear me out. Fucking I, 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 <coughs> I like BB. I like BBS more than most people. Ultimate but, cut. But, Ultimate but, cut. But Marisol and Mike like it more than I do. And whenever they like are just like, yeah, man, that that part, you know, like, like I, I, I really, you know, enjoyed such and such. And then, and then Chance is over there. <laughs> like he's yes. just he's just ready he's just ready to throw a grenade in their happiness oh, and then they goodness. both and then they both i love i love marisol and mike both but they both predictably with all due respect just like you son of a bitch you don't you don't talk about that you don't talk about bbs that way not in this house not in this house I'm not mad. One of the reasons why I knew that I would be like when, when Shannon drafted me, one of the reasons that I knew I would be great on Titanic or Titanic. One of the reasons Titanic, that I knew it's on, yeah. it's on the brain. It's on the brain. I'm sorry. One of the reasons that I knew I would be great on corruption. And one of the reasons that I wanted to be on corruption was just like, I knew that like, I like, I knew that like I had a lot in common, like, like, like 
movie wise, personality wise with Kalinowski, I knew that like, like he channeled a lot of energy that like I felt I gravitated, I had gravitated to as a fan for years. He was one of my favorite competitors ever. And I knew that like he, he spoke to like my energy. Like he spoke to like the kind of, the kind of not only competitor, but like kind of like, like, like how I project myself outwardly, you know, like, like, like Kalinowski spoke to that a lot. So I knew, I knew I would get along with him. Um, and, and, and the funny thing about that is like the study shows is like, like there is just like a, like a kind of like a, a manifestation of, of that, 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 um, that thesis, like, you know, that, that idea, you know, um, and, and yeah, like to your point, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna correct you on that, Adam. Like, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'll you know, Maris sometimes Marisol is <laughs> not, ha- Marisol is not having it sometimes. <laughs> That's fair. That's okay. totally fair. Mm-mm. It happens. It no, All I'm right. pretty mild mannered until the second I'm not. So <laughs> I, you're like me. You're like me. Once that, once that, once that straw hits, it's like fuck all of you. Don't like. Mm. When I see that happen, you, I just avoid you, eye contact with everybody. <laughs> you're cool. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You okay? Fuck you. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> no, it's like it's like the knives out. Eat shit. Eat shit. Eat shit. Yeah. Yep. You shit. can definitely eat shit. You can definitely eat it. Whatever. <laughs> knives out. Knives out. Stole that from half baked. But but it's okay. I'm not going ahead. <laughs> so I. I happen to draw another card yes. unless I feel personally Please. attacked. Mm. Drink if you took an AP class in high school, nerd. Oh, I took several. I took it and, in English, and it, I got college credit for some of them. So I got so okay. I got college Calculus. credit for math. I got math college credit, and I don't fucking know how I got math college credit because I was shit at math. But I was like, like I went yeah. to my college orientation. They're like, oh, you got this credit. And I was like, okay. I, I didn't do any I'm AP sure, math. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrible at math, but everything else, I think I got like three or four college credits uh, from AP classes, but I did not graduate college. Fun fact. I, did. It's I okay. was like, I didn't oh. either, Molly. No, no, I'm with you. I, gotta, with you. I will say, which is mine is probably even more shit. I got, I'm still I working on mine. A, I graduated with a college development major and I quit working in child, a child, I got a college development, a child development major. I was like, what's that? <laughs> I was a child development major and I quit working in childcare. Yay. Mm. I was understandable. I was an art major and I got like a year and a half in and then I got like a, a full-time job elsewhere and I was like, yeah, I don't need this. I don't need this extra pressure in my life. I'm making well, good money. Once you get that, yeah. once you get that full time job with benefits, you're like deuces. Yeah. yeah, I'm still yeah. personally like me. Like I'm still like on like one of those journeys. Like I did, I did, I I chose to leave school uh, before I got my bachelor's. Um, um, I worked, I worked for several years, and I made really good money. You know, like I I I moved up in in like a non degree requiring job, and I made good money. I made good salary. Um, and and I, I just reached a point where I'm I've I've gone in and out of school I've gone back to school um, 
Um, I got my associates and I went and I'm still in and out, like back into that phase. And I still haven't ruled it out. Like, it's not, it's not like the number one thing, like, like it's not the number one thing that's driving me because I still have other, like, I still have so many goals and aspirations, (coughs) career aspirations that are separate from like a college degree, but it's still something I would still would like for myself. So it's like a weird, it's like a weird, it exists. It's this weird dichotomy where it just like, they, they, they exist kind of at the same time. I'm not, I'm not saying you need to be either all for one or all for the other. Um, but I do see the value in both and it's all about personal goals. Everybody's got, everybody's got a different goal. Um, for me right now, I'm still, I'm still working. I'm still like focused on like work and getting and getting immediate work and jobs. But I, I've always had my education, not always, but, um, I went through this resurgence where I, I, I did kind of want to kind of narrow down like more like a formal education and I'm still doing that. It's not the only thing driving me. Um, I still have so many other passions, um, and <coughs> career goals driving me, but I still have it in mind too. So that's, there's that's no, good. there's no, there's no structure. Like it's not a preordained path for anybody. I, yeah. I personally, if I were my age talking to myself in high school, I probably would have told myself in high school, probably would be okay without college because 100%. I did it. 100%. Because I, exactly. Because I did it because I had the experiences I did. I'm glad I went, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I know I could have lived without it. Um, I went to film school and what I do for a living to actually pay my bills does not have anything to do with film. I'm glad that it, it, that passion never went away and it led to the showdown and all that cool stuff. But um, I, I'm not ruling out anything for the future. But at the same time, like, I think we all spend too much time defining ourselves by what it is we study or, or yeah. this and that. And, and we, need to, we need to distance ourselves from that kind of logic, in my opinion. I agree. Mm-hmm. 100%. Sure. If, I, if I were to go back in time, I would have said, like, take, take a year or two after high school mm-hmm. or, or just go to, just go to a community college and focus on your GEs or, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I think, I think now that we've been through that, I feel like that's kind of more of the norm now mm-hmm. that we're older. I feel like a lot more people are taking those breaks, taking like the time to, because picking your, picking your ultimate career goal when you're 18 years old oh my is God. kind of bullshit. Honestly, it really is. college college <laughs> would be badass if it didn't put people into debt. If college was just 100%. something you could just do, 100%. then everyone should do it. If if the finances weren't so fucked, yeah, then I wouldn't I wouldn't be as harsh on college as it, I am as someone who has a yeah. bachelor's. I'm glad I have it, but it hasn't opened up all the doors for me automatically. Yeah. Would think. If this weren't America, pretty much, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, like <laughs> if much. this were these other, you know, like, like first world countries that have figured this out, you know, and <laughs> never mind, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get super loaded by that. There's, so, there's like, so much cool stuff at college. This. There's so much cool stuff at college. It's just a lot of people can't pay the admission, mm-hmm. and. Yeah. And it's increasingly diminishing returns based on yeah. the debt issue. So we could we could do a whole separate show. On that. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's 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 happy hour, the political hour. Which right? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to happy hour, where we discuss student debt. Gonna I'm going to drink more of this boozy shamrock shake. We'll, we'll yeah. get there eventually, and talk about uh, farts. <laughs> right, I need to. So I need to take a potty break. So I, I do too. 
I'm like, okay. Hey, Marisol, no, Marisol and I can run the show. I kind of like, I, I like, yeah. this guy's okay. He's okay. I don't know him that well. I think he's yeah. kind of, I think he's kind let's, of a square, but I think it's a good so, dog. So chat, I know I'm a square. Did deception led happy hour to happen? Like, I think we should just let them take over the stream. The thing y'all didn't know you wanted, you needed <laughs> until you got it. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, so yeah, Marisol and Adam take over. So y'all have fun taking over happy hour. We'll be back. Okay. <laughs> Marisol, um, we have our own show. Look we have at our this. own show. Look at this. We've 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 talked about this a lot. You and I, you and I, we know each other. We're kind of we're kind of chill. We're kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've discussed, you know, like, like we even projected, like if we, if we got our own, like, say we got our own schmodown, like we, say we got our own block on SEN tomorrow. What would we talk about, Adam? Um, well, I think we would talk about flatulence, uh, in the French new wave. Number uh, one. And, and, and how, and how it relates to postmodern communistic, uh, uh, you know, what have you. Uh, no, I, I honestly, Honestly, um, uh, given the fact that like we have been in in it lately with the sessions with the crew, and I love it, I love it. But shows like this, I, I needed this. I needed I needed my my shamrock shake or whatever this is uh, that I mix together. I know it's green, so I'm on the right it, track. It's, right? it's shamrock shake, the Snyder cut. It it is the original, but suddenly. It's the version you didn't know you needed, and it eclipses the original. So it's it's the Snyder cut of the Shamrock Shake. Well, yeah, no, this drink makes me feel like Dark Side is scolding my spreadsheets. Mm, yeah, he's just dis- he's disappointed in my progress reports. Yeah, well, I think we've all been a Steppenwolf at some point in our life. Yeah, well, let's avoid spoilers. I'm sorry I mentioned Dark Side, guys. I'm sorry. Let's well, not talk everybody about knew. Snyder. No, Darkseid is in the trailer. He's in all the, the promo he's material. He's in the trailers yeah. for the like. He's in the trailers. He's he's absolutely Dude. all right. He's a selling point for why. Right. If anybody get... hasn't seen it, watch the Snyder cut. Marisol, you know? I don't want to get tangential, but can you tell me? Um, did you ever see any of the animated shows or movies with Darkseid and Superman? Because that was some of the best stuff. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Um, uh, I, we can I talk heard, about that stuff, right? That's not in the movie. So if that, all right. So people, if you haven't seen the Snyder cut yet, we're talking about the animated show in the series and stuff. Um, one of my favorite, just one of my favorite episodes, super superhero comic book related episodes of television, animated episodes of television ever, um, is, is, I think it's called a new world, brand new world. I can't remember. Oh, okay. brand new world maybe. Maybe it's Brave New World. Fuck. It's is, it, an, is it a it's, movie or a sh- the show? No, no, no. It's from season two of Superman, the animated series. And, um, okay. and it's, 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 uh, it's a bit that kind of is tying into a lot of what we see in the Snyder Cut of Justice League. It's where Superman, um, Dark Side. No spoilers. No Brave spoilers. New Metropolis? Is it Brave New Metropolis? Is that the Bra- one? It might be Brave New Metropolis. It might be Brave New Metropolis. Um, I, I thought that was the one. I thought that was the one where Lois goes on like an alternate timeline, where she falls into an alternate timeline. Um, that Superman is like Superman is like fascist. Um, fuck, I think I'm confusing them. This one is a two-parter and it has dark side in it. I walked into Superman fascist. Cool. 
pretty. <laughs> well, I had a costume well, change. If anybody has an appreciation for fascist Superman, it's 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 Zack Snyder. Um, he 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 embraces those dark those dark storylines. He's he embraces those you know red sun you know uh, you know where I'm going with this. Um, but in the show, like he and Darkseid duke it out, right? Back. Absolutely. 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 I put my Boba Fett dress on. Ooh. Stylish. Thanks. Very nice. Very it's nice. It's getting hot in here, so I had to put the Brave new. Okay, it is. My no, he says, what Jake, did you we're, talk about while we Jake, were gone? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Jake, you were right. I <laughs> we was, were I was trying to talk up. about the Snyder Cut without spoiling this. I was mixing up. I have those. yet to see the Snyder Cut. I, I have to watch episodes. it tomorrow because we're we're doing an Explain It to Me with Kalinowski and Roxy on Monday. Kalinowski on that one? Yeah. And I, I still haven't watched it. We got to watch it tomorrow. Yeah, nice. watch it. I'm going to be like, Kalinowski, tell me why this was so... Uh, crazy, and some people wanted it, and some people hated it. And he'll just—he well, will tell you. Well, the people you know who it. the people who hated it decided that they hated it before they even saw it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's that a, seems like the the thing because, like, I'm, and now everybody's like, "Oh my god, it's so good." Yeah, and, and the yeah the people who were like who, the people who were talking about it for like months saying how much it was going to suck. You know, are trying to like kind of. Uh, there, I'm sure there are some people who are still like committing to it, but there's some people who are being like who are trying to like kind of like curb it a little bit because they realize the public consensus is this is actually a drastic improvement. You know, it actually is pretty pretty damn decent. Um, yeah. If you're a DC fan like me, it's 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 everything you could have hoped for. Um, not not perfect. I'm I still like the good things about it. Yeah, it's it's not. I'm not gonna be like. I'm not gonna be like a like a bias. Like I'm completely like blind fangirl. It's not perfect because nothing is when you're an intense fan. But but it is everything that you it 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 it's everything you could have hoped it would be. It does it does everything. So I, I, I gotta yeah. say, um, so like if any, I don't know if anyone read. Um, I'm sure some people uh, in the chat uh, read some of the early crossovers between Marvel and DC back in like the '60s, '70s, and '80s. Yeah. But like one of the one of the one of the trade paperbacks I read uh, when I was young was a Marvel DC crossover compilation, and it had a lot of crossovers between the two comic brands over the '60s and '70s, especially. And one of my favorites was uh, it was a. Uh, a Batman versus Incredible Hulk uh, story in which Darkseid was involved. And Darkseid had, uh, was, Hulk had to fight Darkseid, essentially. <laughs> and Batman had to fight uh, this other Hulk villain, I think, called the Shaper of Worlds or something. It yep. was, it, Hulk has a lot of obscure villains, but yeah. um, a lot. But uh, what was cool about it was just seeing the way uh, Darkseid was messing with the psyche of Bruce Banner in that comic. And there was a lot of internal monologue between Bruce Banner inside the Hulk's mind and Darkseid uh, and how intelligent Darkseid is. And that's what made me fall in love with him as a villain. And so when I saw him in the Superman animated series and other material later on, I glommed on to those stories even more uh, because of that comic. Um, and you wouldn't think Hulk is not a thinking man superhero, but Bruce Banner is, and that's why I like him. 
Bruce Banner in the comics so much. So, so I want to know, as we're on the topic of DC, what is everyone's favorite DC media at, like, in, in the realm of DC, do you have a favorite comic, a favorite TV show, a favorite movie? What is your favorite version of the DC? I don't want to say DC universe, because that's going to implement with DCEU, but sure. No, no, I know what you mean. DC, yeah, no, I understand no. what you mean, DC universe. Um, for me, it's the animated movies. It's the animated movies. Um, mm -hmm. I think those are the, the, those are the, the animated series are very close, very, very close Which second. One? I am biased towards Superman. I, Superman's my number one. I love okay. Superman, but obviously Batman is second. Um, obviously Batman, TAS -T is up there. Um, BTAS is the prime <laughs> Batman. I know, I know. It, 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 it's, I'm not, prime. I'm not faulting you for that. It's just personal. Like Superman has always been my personal favorite superhero. Fair. So like, so like Batman, like yo, Batman is. I, I respect you. Like that is, that is dope. I respect you. Um, Superman is just my, my personal favorite. I've always just gravitated towards Superman. Um, while still loving Batman, um, TAS, but um. But yeah, but still, like the shows, the shows are awesome. The animated shows are awesome. Um, the movies, the animated movies, though, have always been where they just kind of like dialed it up just to like the next level. They're so good. You, you know, don't, you don't understand. So Molly, Jake, and Brian, when the during Chandru and Mara's intergeekdom match, Mara's five pointer. Oh, Phantasm uh, about that. Phantasm. Phantasm yep. I blew my lid. I went. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you and Mask, me both, sister. Mask of the Phantasm is what, if if anyone in the anyone who is watching who has not seen Mask of the Phantasm, it is one of the best Batman films ever. Mm. Ever. I it's, still need to see it. It's so it's so good. It is like I don't I, like I don't want to put like I, I I hate like being hyperbolic about stuff like I don't want to like like look look Dark Knight is excellent that that's that's become like the benchmark I for like a Batman own, film. I have my own personal problems with Dark Knight, but of course that, like, I understand. Um, yeah. Mask of Phantasm. If you're like if I'm trying to be like as unbiased as pro as as possible, like if you had to compare the two, like Mask Mask. I feel like mask would be like like what you would feel in in an animated movie for as much as an animated movie can do would be like what the equivalent of like how much the Dark Knight like excited people like about about like Batman lore. I feel like mm -hmm. Mask with Phantasm would would do that would do that as well. Yeah. You know. So so take that for what you will. I was gonna say my. Oh, Alex! Alex is absolutely yelling in the next room. Did he just win something? No, he's he's playing. He's streaming with some people playing a game called like, Intruder. Can I just say, so there's there's so many people in the community. They're like, oh, Alex is so like calm, so quiet. I'm like, y'all haven't heard Alex like in the background of our chats where I'm just talking to Molly and I just hear Alex screaming. Okay. <laughs> I, I feel Alex because I have never said the unholy things that come out of my mouth than when more so than when I'm playing video games. Because if. I don't have time to play video games. I have I have a young daughter, and I, I between the travel and being a dad and all the other shit, like I don't play video games as much anymore. But when I get locked in, good god, <laughs> things that come out of my mouth when someone's killing me in a game, I would hate to hear on playback. I would hate to hear them. Um, so I'm glad that Alex is indecipherable because it's probably good yeah. for it's, uh, his resume. It, like 
hearing Alex screaming in the background when I <laughs> talk to Molly is like one of the highlights. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, what is he playing today? And it's like, oh, he's playing D and D, or he's playing like Halo, and it's like. It it, it it varies a lot. Uh, usually it'll be like a spooky game, but every Saturday night, our friends uh, have a Twitch channel and they do like what they call Wild Style Weekend. Blunder Dome. Go follow the Blunder Dome on Twitch. On the, on the Blunder Dome. And uh, so they're playing some game called Intruder right now and he's playing with them. And they just, they yell a lot. <laughs> yell and scream and just like just nonsense comes out of his mouth and I'm like wow 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 look look video games in regular life are intense video games in quarantine take on special significance especially I, I in multiplayer it. the yeah. best okay I, I I don't want to get off on a tangent I'll be brief but uh Friday the 13th the video game I'm telling oh, you like so okay good. so Anyone who hasn't played Friday the 13th, the video game, it's on, it's look on that up. Xbox and PlayStation and PC. It is fantastic. So there's some it, people who get to play, um, uh, oh my God. Why my, uh, Jason. Yes. So what the game does is it, it takes all the Jason films and it gives you every single version of Jason from parts one through Jason X. So um, they couldn't get the rights to Freddy versus Jason. Uh, oh, it's complicated. No. But oh, anyway, you I don't have, think anybody's a, missing that. <laughs> it's a multiplayer game. It's a multiplayer game in which one person is Jason and seven people are camp counselors. And the seven people who are yep. camp counselors can decide to run for their lives. And if you get away from the camp and you don't get killed, you level up and you get to add to your 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 uh your uh love like up with your character but if you're jason you're just trying to kill them all mm -hmm. now if the seven counselors are savvy they can join together and try and kill jason but it's damn near impossible uh the other thing that's great about jason is you can play jason in parts two through ten so you have all the different variations of how he looked with different hockey masks so bag head jason so space jason space all that jason cool stuff. yes yeah and, and the thing I love about it is, like, I was playing it uh, a year or so ago, and I was playing it on Xbox, and an old buddy of mine from high school was playing it, and I hadn't seen him in, like, six or seven years. And uh, he he, hop, he hopped into one of my lobbies, and I was Jason, he was one of the counselors, and we ended up having this very blithe, like, calm conversation while we were playing this game. And he's like, so what are you doing for work? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing... You know, like I, 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 I just started in the beverage industry, blah, blah, blah. And, and then, and then what ended up happening is he ended up hiding under a bed in a cabin, and I stumbled into that very cabin as Jason, and I triggered the move where you can impale the camp counselor through the bed, and it's like this dramatic cinematic where like you're stabbing the camp counselor repeatedly and blood's flying everywhere, and <laughs> and and my buddy was like. Yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad you landed that job. I'm really happy for you, Adam. That's awesome. And I'm like You're stabbing all talking him. About professionals. I'm, sta like, and I'm stabbing man, him to death. And, and then and then he's like, Are you Jason? I'm like, Yeah, I'm Jason. He's like, the bed was a bad choice, wasn't it? I'm like, Yeah, it was. Oh. But I, I, I just that's what I love about multiplayer in the age of COVID, especially. It's like it's a good chance to catch up with people. I like despite the mayhem that you're engaging in. 
I want to play this game with Alex and Molly so fucking <laughs> We so could bad. absolutely not keep our cool. So uh, like that. No. Friday the 13th, the game is so funny because there's a ton of glitches too where camp counselors will get stuck in a wall and like, like, oh no. Shake. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the problem is I want to, I want to play this game so bad. The problem so is it would, be, it would be me and Sean and Molly and Alex and we'd all be talking to them and I'd be like, guys, I'm Jason. Let's go, everybody. I did it. I'm Jason. Hi, Jason. <laughs> It would just be a hot mess, but like it would be. I want to play that game with Mark and Draco because he's like the biggest cool. Friday the 13th fan I know. Yeah. And, so, yeah. really weird fact when I was when I was getting ready and putting my makeup on, I went, "We haven't seen Mark and Draco for a while." Like, honest to God, as I was putting my makeup on, I was like putting my eyeshadow on. We haven't seen Mark and Draco for a while. Where'd Mark, where's Mark and Draco? Where is he? <laughs> Where is he though? He's 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 writing things safe? out. I think. Okay. Mm. Look, speaking for myself, during this whole off season, it, I was so content to sit back and just be like, "All right, rookies." That's the like, thing. Like I, I, it was so relaxing, and I felt bad for Marisol because she was like, you know, she got the the, the whole trade situation, like. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah. like I, I, I <laughs> hats off to Marisol for like the the level of professionalism during that whole process because I would have been stressed the hell out. Yep, dude. You know, look, dude. I I, I shared enough emotions with you. I w- I was stressed the fuck out, um, <laughs> but like I I I just like I'm I'm one of those people. I'm not like I'm not a very like I need to put all of my emotions on the internet and tell everybody what I'm thinking. like, I, I keep a lot to myself. You know, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very reserved. I keep a lot to myself. Um, I, I don't choose to project unless absolutely necessary. Um, so like, I, you know, I, I, I stayed pretty tight lipped and I kept to myself and I kept in my corner, you know, I stayed in my corner, you know, I was just, I was just like, um, I'm, I'm going to trust the process, man. Like, I'm just going to let everything just like, you know, like, like, play out i'm just gonna trust that people are doing the right thing and that everything's gonna fall in place and it was like yeah it was like a week before the draft and i was just like i was just like okay though but like what's happening like like i, I, <laughs> I, I was wish, like dude, what's happening I though wish that draft was live. i wish that draft was <laughs> live and we were at the comedy store like uh, yeah. imagine uh, imagine the shenanigans we all would have had <sighs> if that was at the comedy store <laughs> like, I, would have been, I, I, I hear they have whiskey at the comedy store, so yeah, uh, there would have been shenanigans. They do have. I so so last year, um, I had multiple doubles. I was in the same table. It was me, Sean, Janine, Rachel Silvestrini, Makuga was at the table next to us. What a table! Oh, it was oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> It was a party. Girl. So I had multiple. Girl. I had multiple doubles that night. And I, ha- like, after that draft, I- apparently I had this long conversation with uh, J- Jeff Snyder, which I don't even remember. <laughs> I had this long, drawn-out conversation with Jeff I had a few of those via Twitter DM, so I understand. It's, uh, dude, if that, if, if the draft was live, 
It will be. It will be one day. Next year it will be. I'm vaccinated, yeah. by the way, if y'all haven't heard. Oh. Uh, how do you feel? Because yeah. I heard it's a bitch to go through. So, so I got Moderna. I had no side effects other than the sore arm. That's all I had. Nice. I'm going, no, like, fatigue, no, like, headaches, nope, no. Nothing. nothing. I'm going Monday, and I think I'm getting the Moderna part one, so nice. hopefully it's um, the same. Knock on, knock on wood, yeah. Overly hydrate. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm, is this, is this, uh, is this okay? Is alcohol, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, look, creme de menthe is, it, it helps, all right? It'll make your blood strong. <laughs> that's what I keep telling myself. And just load up on Jameson. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 the <laughs> milk of the Irish. It's the milk of the Irish. Okay, it's all right. So, Irish. <laughs> so and take it fortifies take, you. Take zinc and vitamin C. Is what I. The say. Irish are the milk of the Irish. Mm. <laughs> I, 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 my brain can't even compute. I, that doesn't even. That doesn't. I still have some packets it. of of Pedialyte. Uh, in our pantry take somewhere. Oh, I'll, I'll chug oh, a Pedialyte. Holly, that reminds me. In my yeah. So part of my job is every year I go to this big, con- it's craft brewers conference. Uh, so all the breweries in the country uh, get together and we have a big trade show. And it's delightful. It's fun. It's like the Comic-Con of breweries. Okay, um, that sounds wonderful. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. Can we get an so invite? like, yeah, I'll work on it. But like my company sets up a booth. And so like we came up with this idea as a group of like, okay, what if this year we do hangover kits and it worked? What we did is we did bottles of water with Pedialyte packets wrapped with a rubber band around it mm-hmm. and people flooded our booth. Yes! Dude, I was going to say, did you have fried eggs while you yeah. were like... <laughs> we we do what we have done Dragon Con every year except for this past year for, I don't know, close to 10 years now and it's basically just... Mardi Gras for nerds, and we're drunk the whole time, and we survive off of pizza and Pedialyte on those weekends, and it's yeah. it's, a, it's a game changer. So, so real talk. Speaking of like Mardi Gras for nerds, has anyone here actually been to Bourbon Street? Yep, I went for Mardi Gras about nine years ago. Girl, I'm, that working, is the one I'm, I'm working on it. I haven't been. No, gone. Never go. To Bourbon Street on Mardi Gras. Yeah, it wasn't Mardi really? Gras when I went. No, no. Wait, tell me about your experience because my experience was amazing. Like no. I, I toasted a cop. Like the cops are like the, the cops, cops are, are great. No, the no, cops no, are no, standing no. Cops next are... to you. They're like they're like cheers. Like the cops. But, so here's my thing. When the cops on Bourbon, Bourbon Street, Street are are the cops of my dreams. They're like the cops mm-hmm. in heaven. The cops <laughs> on Bourbon Street are amazing. They're wonderful, but. So I have a lot of friends and they're like, I've never been to Bourbon Street. I want to go for my first time for Mardi Gras. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. No. Nope. Too overwhelming for so your first time. It's it's because there's so many fucking people. Like mm. it's not even fun. It depends on what your vibe is, I think. Because I like I went when I was I went like I went nine years ago. I went I went when I was like I was like I was like 22 and, and I went and I was already really like very well acclimated to like the college experience. And I went to a very big college. I went to a state college. So like, so like house parties, like, like the, the norm for house parties was like, like sandwiched against people, like, like in, in somebody's, like in somebody's dingy ass, like apartment, like, you know, like the, the sardine party sample was like how I partied like in college. 
Um, so I like became very accustomed to being in intensely crowded spaces, you know, for, for like partying, which, which many people do in college. And, and like, so like I went to Bourbon Street and I was like, I was like, I'm home. Like, you know, like I, I, I was just like, I, 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 I was just like, like, this is, this is heaven. And like, like, you know, like I look over there, like, and I, and like I said, like, you know, like the cops were like hanging out and like, like, like kids were like, had like a giant, like tube, like a giant, yeah, one of those giant, like plastic tubes of like, or like a giant slushy tube of like, of like, of like tarantula punch. And like, you know, like, and like, and the cops were just like, like thumbs up and taking photos of them. So like, it was like, I was like, I've, I've, I've died and, and this is heaven. And I, I just thought it was amazing. And I didn't mind like the crowdedness because it was the opposite. I live in Philly. And if Got you it. get like a, if you get like a crowd of that, if you get, anxiety like 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 tension and and machismo and anxiety like like goes goes to the roof when you get a lot of people packed that close like somebody bumps into somebody it's like it's like what are you doing bro like like it's mm-hmm. it's it's immediately that kind of energy and when i was in new orleans like when i was in for mardi gras at, like on bourbon street like canal street bourbon street mm-hmm. like everybody was packed together people were bumping into each other and somebody would like just straight up like like somebody could be so shit faced that they would have like tackled somebody, like pretty much tackled somebody. And somebody would be like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. They'd be like, are you okay, man? Like, you know, and, like, <laughs> and, they, and they would just be like, you cool. And they were like, yeah, I'm cool. They were like, Oh, he's cool. High five. Like, you know, like, like, and it would be, it would be amicable and everybody would like go about their way or like they would do like somebody would take a, a sip of somebody else's like, 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 like flask or whatever they had. And then people would go about their way. Like the energy was just so, uh, trust like like this was also like nine years ago so i don't know i don't yeah. know what it's like now but like the energy no was just sipping each other's flasks no i mean like I mean, no nobody's that's, doing that's that now just a regular tuesday on bourbon street people are that's, drinking out of each other's grenades you know? that's it's fair and but this is even like when i knew that the, the area was flooded with tourists with outsiders with people who were just coming for like coming to the area just for this event and still the energy was just so good like, you know, like the energy was just so, so it was so good that like, I, I only went there once. I really want to go there again, but like on my first go to, 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 um, down to like the heart of like New Orleans during Mardi Gras, I had, it was like a blissfully good time. I felt like I was like a, like, like, I felt like Dionysus was like throwing a party. I felt like we were on some Greek God shit. Cause I was just like, everybody everybody get drunk and be jovial and like, like have a good time. And that energy was like contagious. Yeah. And I felt it. I, I felt it everywhere. Um, I, that's the experience I had. I'm, I'm not saying that'll be everybody's, but that's the experience I had when See, I went. For me, for me, I get, I get, I get a lot of people anxiety. And so like when I was, for mm-hmm. example, when, when I went to a San Diego comic-con for the first time, mm-hmm. one of the first days where I was on the floor, I got major like anxiety to the point where I had to like, totally leave and go to like space yeah it's because it's like i can't i can't deal with this many people and so i've never been to new orleans on during mardi gras but i've been to new orleans on like a tuesday in Mm -hmm. may like a fucking random ass (laughs) day where there's nobody there and yeah it's it's one of the most Bourbon Street is the most surreal places in America because it's like yeah. everyone's it's it's literally like party town. It's everyone's there it, is. it doesn't matter if you're there at nine AM or three AM. People are getting hammered 
and it's a party street. street. Yeah, it's party street, yeah. and that's exactly what it is. And it's one of those surreal moments where it's like every other every other storefront is a strip club, yeah. and every other storefront is a bar. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like one of those. It's one of these surreal areas, and it's like there's totally this party town, but. I love the culture of New Orleans and I love the culture of Bourbon Street. And I've also gotten one of the worst hangovers in my life on Bourbon Street. That, shout out, that'll do it. Shout out to my That's where it'll happen. Crystal. Shout out to my stepmom, Crystal, yeah. who literally had to walk me and my father hand in hand out from Pat O'Brien's and walk us back to our hotel room because we were. I look, I. That's a place where it happens. So, so let's see, Jill, Marisol, Benda, New Orleans, Bali, have you been there? I have. I have. It was about whoa, 10 whoa, years whoa, ago. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was that? What was that? What? Hey, hey, hey. Whoa. I've never been to Philly. I've been in NYC, though. Blasphemy mm. will not be accepted, all right, during the show, okay? All right? Who uttered blasphemy? Did I do something? No. <laughs> Someone said that. Okay, NYC that's a relief. And Philly. There was a comparison. Oh, 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 it was a comment from the chat. Okay. I was yeah. like, I was like having a conversation here for a <laughs> Sorry, second. And then, and then I thought Marisol was uh, executing me. So um, <laughs> uh, I still need to get to New Orleans uh, myself, but I've been, uh, so in one of those uh, conventions for my company, I went down to Nashville it was a couple of years ago. And that was, disclaimer, one of the drunkest times I've ever had in my entire life. And um, I'll never forget. I was at uh, 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 a whiskey bar in Nashville, and I started talking with an old associate of mine from another brewery, and we were chatting, and we were we were clapping each other on the back, like "You're great, man." No, you're great. And, and then and then I looked around, and like my whole like crew that I'd arrived there with had gone. <laughs> like, okay, because I, I I checked my watch, and I'd been talking to him for like an hour and a half. <laughs> and they were like, Adam will find his way home. He'll be fine. So um, I was talking well, to him. And don't, then, ever, don't ever do that to someone. Don't ever say, they'll be fine. They'll be, don't ever. <laughs> Look, I'm sure I had it coming if I was talking to him that long. I brought it upon myself. Uh, they had better things to do. Um, but anyway, I after I finished my conversation with him and I realized, okay, I'm Ubering back to the Airbnb. I was like, I, I the band was playing. And I was I was three sheets to the wind. I'm not gonna lie. So I went I went up to the band. And I was and I, and after the song, I flight down. I was like, hey, I, I asked Sarah. I was like, hey, hey, uh, uh, if I buy you all drinks, will you sing Africa? Yes. And, and yes. he's like, yes. he's like, he's like all of us because it's like an eight an eight member band. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I was on my on my uh, my company was paying for the tab that night. So I bought drinks for the band yes. on the company. And so it wasn't out of my pocket. And then and then they all took the drinks, but they all left except the front man. And he looked up tablatures for Africa on his phone and he oh, sang Christ. Africa by himself. Oh, and it was Christ. the saddest thing I've seen. I was like, it's I didn't mean for this to happen, man. I was Africa. He was like, he was like playing on an acoustic guitar, like so oh self-defeated. I'm we, like, I'll pay you to stop at this point, please. Don't <laughs> we all okay. Here's the thing: we all need to go to Bourbon Street. 
We all need to go to Pat O'Brien's, which is the prime dueling piano bar in the world. Oh, dueling piano bars are awesome. And yes, yeah. we've been there. <gasps> we went there. Yes. Okay. That's I where I got my shit-faced. That's where I got my shit-faced uh, hangover was Pat O'Brien's. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Sweet Caroline is where I thrive. When yeah, it comes to my, yeah when it comes, I live in New England. When it comes England, to my so white people, I was gonna say, freak out. I was gonna say, these are very white people songs that are like, oh my god, it's my jam. I'm gonna oh go I know all the words to this song. I'm so yeah, white. Sweet, sweet, sweet Caroline is incredibly Caucasian. There's no getting around. <laughs> Look, people love what they love. Yeah. People it's love what they love. I'm not gonna put so, any labels on it. So it's lovely. What's yeah. funny is my step passion is, is passion. My stepdad is a musician by trade, and so when I when I was living back at my mom's house, he would practice his you know his 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 gigs, and he'd play Sweet Caroline. And so I'd be in my room, my door locked, and he'd do the Sweet Caroline. Mm -hmm. I'd unlock my door. It's so weird. I, I as a Phillies fan, like I've never I've never like. I, I, it's hard for me to get into like Red Sox, like 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 things That's that a, like matter to Red, Red Sox, Sox fans. Anything that matters remotely New England, I can't. I just can't fuck with. I just can't get into it. Even Sweet Caroline. <sighs> look, I live in New England, but I was born right. in Ohio, so I'm look look disclaimer. I'm a Midwesterner <sighs> who lives in New England. That's not on me. Mm -hmm. I work for a living. I happen to live up here. It's not my fault. <laughs> I feel bad for Philly. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. I love these. Can we? Can we? Can we like make a note of these fucking Jake Berlin? For the record, Jake's an A's fan, so that's mm, fuck off, Brian. Talk shit when you're at the bottom of the barrel. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you have nothing to lose. I get it. I get it, Jake. All right. I love this this dirty talk. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what it means. I love it. I'm gonna be stubborn. I'm gonna defend my city through and through. I'm gonna defend it in terms of sports and in terms of whatever. All right. All right. Okay. Look, Philadelphia is a great town, Marisol. Adam, I don't care how diplomatic you want to be over there. Like I, I, I don't care. You are. <laughs> look, you are look, really like, good at being diplomatic. I like. I got to. I like line. Philly. I, I, I'm the fan. Y'all got the you, fan. You, you the like, fan is out. <laughs> <laughs> we got fan. <laughs> Money. This is what happens when sports drama happens. I just like. like <laughs> so, are we talking about what? What sport are we talking about? Football, baseball. It's I, just, I was just I saying is an exceptional city. That's all I was saying. So, so can I tell and, a really fucking embarrassingly <sighs> drunk story? Real yes. Quick? Please. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. So um, spectacular of spectacular of 2019 before the world hit the fan. Um, after spectacular, we all went to some bar in downtown LA. And I was there for that. You were, but I don't fucking remember. I don't need hi to you and Alex, but I don't fucking remember. Uh, <laughs> so it was after it was after spectacular, and we went to some bar somewhere. And I'm a huge Dodger fan, born and raised. I bleed blue. Um, I I'm the youngest Dodger bat girl on record. You can Google it. I was three. Aww. <laughs> I know. 
Um, so, <laughs> so I I found I found um, Grace and Ken in the bar, and I'm kind of embarrassed about it, but they still I think they still laugh about it. And I literally pulled them aside and talked to them about the Dodgers and how I know Tommy Lasorda for about like 20 minutes, <laughs> which is true. <laughs> Before, did he just pass away? He did. I, I don't know who that is. Tommy Honestly, Lasorda? Don't you don't know who Tommy Lasorda Tommy Lasorda, he, he was, he was a, a good looking baseball player. He was a manager. Of the Dodgers and the Olympic. Uh, I know nothing about this man. I'm so sorry. I can't. Anyway, I, can't I was really it. drunk and I talked to Ken Napsock and Grace Hancock about uh, Tommy, Tommy Lasorda. Lasorda for about 20 minutes. And so now every single time I, either Sean or myself comes up on like a good people association or anything relating with Ken, he goes, there's Jillian Mancelino, Dodger fan of the stars. She's a fan of Tommy Lasorda. They're really good friends. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> love it. He remembers me, and that's what matters. So okay. No, I know. Should we get to some of these uh, patron questions, yes. or should we do more cards? I'm down for either. Um, I kind of want to hear some of your cards. I mean, oh, yeah. None of these people have a hard out tonight, so we can technically make this a six-hour show. Which mm -hmm. I don't think we're gonna do, but we no, we don't have to. But I know that I could shoot the shit with with the two of you ladies, and even you, Collins. For oh, I'll, you know what? I'll go pound sand with a mallet. I'm fine. <laughs> so you can pound whatever you'd like. All right, all right. <laughs> I, I. <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, here's here's one. These are these aren't like very scandalous or anything, but they can be with depending on your answers. What's something that you tried really hard to like, but you just couldn't? Mm. Lord of the Rings. <gasps> I, know. <gasps> I know. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't bring oh, your no. out on me, Molly. Oh, I like Molly hates me. I lost my shot at Marisol. Okay, you, all I right. know what Marisol right. got I just have to say, I just, have to just, say. just recently. She got Lord of the Rings. She killed it. Don't she no, did. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Marisol, you, guys, you did. So no, no, no. I didn't. Adam, stop it. I didn't. I didn't. So you did. so you did. everybody, everybody who doesn't know me is like, oh, she did all right. She did pretty good. Oh, she did pretty good. You guys don't understand. Life I fucking live in no you y'all don't understand. I fucking live and breathe Lord of the Rings. Okay. I know, and I, and I, I fucking it. live and breathe Lord of the Rings. And when and when Winston and Vinny thought they were so slick and they were like, let's give her Middle Earth. I was like, all right. When that you know, happened, I, I was like, I, I was literally there. Marisol. When that happened, I went. <laughs> I was like, you little men, you know nothing. Oh. I, 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 I was so ready. I was like, okay. Um, they, they thought they were so slick. They obviously knew nothing because mm -hmm. they gave me Middle Earth and thought they were that was such a that was such a that was such a good move. Um, I live and breathe Middle Earth, and um, I there is no. I, I, my lady justice persona, I'm pretty good at being pretty, pretty, pretty neutral, pretty like, like 
pretty sterile, like, like, like pretty uh, part of what I've made a point to be, I'm, I'm a pretty emphatic and pretty emotional person, Marisol, the woman. Um, but I try to like lady justice is like justice is justice is unbiased. Justice is neutral. So I try to bring that a lot to that character. Um, so I also try to bring that into like not trying to react either way when like questions happen, you did know, you, did you just jump for joy? You were like, fuck yeah. I, I got really excited when they gave me middle earth. And then, and then the question that I missed on middle earth, like I, I, I really need to get this off my chest because the question that I missed on middle earth was such like a, a deep a fan ready. I, I just like, like, it was just, it was just such a deep, like, like, like fucking like, oh. My 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 fan my nerddom worked against me on that question because I like I was just like I was just like I was just sitting there I was just like I was like all right are they asking how many movies that Andy Circus motion captured in because that's like a very different question it's a very different question than how many movies like I was like I was like that's a very different question than how many movies he like a like 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 he voiced and like technically was credited as Gollum or versus how many movies he physically appeared as. As Gollum, uh, like I was like, this is like this is a very different question, and I, I was like about to ask him. I was like, I was like, I was like, do you guys mean like motion capture? Do you guys mean like just credited as Gollum? And and I went through like a big like like back and forth in my head. It was so stupid. It doesn't matter. I should have gone eight out of eight in that round. It doesn't matter. Um, I I I I gave the wrong answer. Hi, Alex. Oh, there he, there he is. <laughs> I gave well, you, you did fantastic, and that yeah, I, I should have gone eight out of eight. I, I the, the bottom line is I should have gone eight out of eight. There's nothing I I that is one of my strengths. I should have uh, a thousand percent gotten eight out of eight, and and um, Vinny is lucky that I didn't go eight, eight, eight out of eight because I would have TKO'd him if I hadn't if I hadn't of um um. It was me who defeated myself in that round. Um, I think okay. even Alex was like trying to think about that one. He was like, "Oh, okay." I overthought it. This and he, yeah, I would you would you do the uh, exhibition if they did it again? I was literally going to say, "Would so you?" So if they do Lord of the Rings that? exhibition, put me in there. Sign me up. I'm going to be all over that bitch. <gasps> I am going to be all over it. And I and I was one of my one of the biggest joys of last season was seeing how great Alex was. That was such a surprise because. Cause, cause I didn't know Alex like, like, like personally or anything like that. So seeing his knowledge outside of star Wars, mm. I, I loved seeing him branch into inner geekdom and seeing not only branch into inner geekdom, but then going oh. balls, balls deep in the Lord of the Rings. Exhibition. Lord of the Rings. He's known I that know. shit for, so, since he was dude, a kid. And he, I wanna, I wanna as do the, I, I want to see behind the scenes knowledge of that whole match. PJ, you're in the chat. Can I say the behind the scenes? knowledge of that whole match because the behind, behind the behind the scenes of that match is insanity so if i'm allowed to say it pj let me know if not i will keep my mouth shut um but that match was insanity insanity it was already insanity like like at, at surface at surface level if they if they do another lord of the rings exhibition please i've already talked to shin about it shin has been I've already made clear to Shen what what matches I'm interested in. Um, I don't think they're doing a, another Jurassic Park exhibition. Otherwise, fucking sign me up. But Lord of the Rings is tenfold something I would be interested in. I live and breathe Lord of the Rings. I love it. I love Middle Earth. Um, I would love to be in that. And and Alex like really intrigued me. Like, of course, there's the people that you know would be good at it. But Alex like like threw me for a loop. I had no idea that he was that proficient in Lord of the Rings. Um, that was so exciting and thrilling to see. 
and to see him go like that deep and sudden death and 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 that was thrilling. Um, I would love to be in that match. I would love to be in an exhibition match for that. It was it was thrilling, and I will say um, I reached out to PJ about doing an all Crispin Glover exhibition match. Oh. He said he said he'd get back to me, and uh, you know we'll see what happens. See oh, what if happens. you include uh, Crispin Glover, deserves a wheel slice. Charlie's Angels has to be in it. Mm-hmm. I'm creepy thin man, that. creepy thin man for the win. <laughs> Can we geek out a little bit about Charlie's Angels? Because I adore that series. I do I too. Adore that series. I adore that series. I'm not even gonna call them guilty pleasures. So, like, I think guilty pleasures is like, 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 like compensating for like, like it, it's apologist in nature, and I don't think it needs to be. Like Charlie's Angels, there's nothing about Charlie's Angels those that series that acts like it's trying to be something that it's not. Like Charlie's Angels knows 100% what it is. It's like, this is trashy, campy, high concept, absurdist action, like, like awesome. Like this is balls to the walls. Like this is, Charlie's Angels doesn't make any apologies for about what it is. So it just is it. So it's like, mm -hmm. it's not even a guilty pleasure. It's like, look, this is upfront campy entertainment that owns what it is. And so like, let's, 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 honor it and and th and say it's awesome for what it is trying to be and what it is and what it does very well that other movies can only hope they can try to accomplish. Yes. I fucking love the Charlie's Angels series. Yes. I do too. I do. Look, I'm, I, let me just put it out there. Uh, uh, Crispin Glover and Keanu Reeves co-star in a movie called River's Edge from the 80s. Everyone should see it. It's very interesting. Uh, it's a very compelling coming of age crime drama. And Crispin Glover and Keanu Reeves playing off of each other is fascinating. So just check it out. I think they were all just lucky that you're not still in the failings, Adam, because I know, I know <laughs> with every fiber of my being that Crispin Glover would be your go-to. I was working place. on a Crispin Glover slice and it was mm -hmm. going to happen. And then the showdown call and so, I, I'm working on it, but, but it's a tough sell for the showdown, Crispin Glover. So Maybe. side note, I did get uh, I did get confirmation from PJ to reveal this behind the curtain, behind the scenes uh, for the Lord of the Rings match, and uh, for the uh, the uh, overtime questions, mm -hmm. they were writing it in real time. Yeah, <laughs> writing the questions as they were. Having well, to because how them. could they have predicted? Yeah, how could they have predicted that overtime would have gone? That explains that the colors on Theoden's throne question, but I, I, you know, that one that's yeah. the one that got me. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, yeah, like that's that the one that I was like, because I both I said, Alex and Parker were like, uh, and then Mark was like, Jesus Christ, yeah, they both no, got I, it wrong. I had, a, I, had a, I texted him and I said, Can I? He gave me permission, and yeah, yeah. they uh, they were writing the the questions in real time. That makes sense. That my answer, I can't remember what they said. My answer would have been red, green, and gold. Did, um, they, I remember, get, did they both get that question right? No, they both got it wrong. They both uh, got it wrong. Which yeah. means that he has to write more fucking questions. Yeah. The, the, the que I still think the question that Smets got was really hard because it, it, it was just really hard, and I felt really bad for him because I think he could have Held his own still. I'm gonna type uh, Kevin right now. And, and he was one. Him. He was one number off for the amount of people 
at the Council of Elrond. He said 19 and it was like 20, I think. But oh, man, I felt bad for him on yeah, that. That's that a nasty rough. question. That's a nasty question. Because that's one of those questions that obviously is not said in the movie. Like it's it's one of those things that's never explicitly stated in the actual film. It's one of those things like like Star Wars, which Alex is no stranger to. It's like Star Wars. It's like it's one of the things that you need to research mm -hmm. because it's not explicitly stated. It's not made clear or stated in the movie unless even. Oh, we lost her. Oh no. Oh. Oh no, Marissa. Frozen. Oh, no. Frozen. Oh no. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. I'm good. All right. Oh, um, oh, there she is. She's there back. she is. All's good. It's it's tricky. It's it's one of those things that's like yeah. It's like unless you decided that that's something you're going to pause the film and 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 you choose to extract that information. Mm -hmm. It's it's one of those things where like you only you only know to do that from watching the schmodown and playing it for a long time and and understanding what the schmodown is looking for and thinking like a schmodown competitor and anticipating what they're going to ask. Um, and, and once you do that, you know, like, like I've, like I've, 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 I've dabbled in inner geekdom, but like, but like even dabbling in inner geekdom has taught me how to assess movies on like such, such a, such a level that I wouldn't have assessed them. It's very different from singles and teams, you know, like it, it, it teaches you to, to, to analyze analyze moments in the film in a way that you never would have. Can, you know? can we all look, I, I just have to say, can we all just have a drink? Uh, here's to the fact that Terminator Genesis is now an official intergeekdom film. There you okay. go. Yay. Fuck no, but okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess I'll have to add that to the list of movies that Alex needs to watch. Oh God, <laughs> please. Can you do a what? Like if you do a, if you and Alex did a watch along with Genesis, I would participate. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's a, a double-edged sword. There's so much to celebrate. There's so much beauty in the expansion of inner geekdom this season. And so oh, yeah. much to just like be like, fuck. I, I've, you know, Alex like, is... like with the expansion of inner geekdom this season, like, like there's yeah. so much like really these shitty ass movies. We now have to like, we now have to have microscopic knowledge on. Hey, 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 like, like, Marisol, it's time to boot up Waterworld. Oh, let's get back to it. You can't make me, Collins. Don't even try to do it. You can't make me. You love right? it. You love Waterworld. Look, don't you. don't use my love of Kevin Costner against me. I was really into 1992 bodyguard Kevin Costner. I had a massive lady hard on for him. As <laughs> Did many women, okay? Understandable. Cheers. I did many women. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. As did 90s, many women. 90s Kevin Costner caused some thirst. And right? Kevin abused that. He abused that with the fucking Postman and Waterworld. He abused that love. He abused my, my, my. He abused my, my unconditional commitment to him and he made <laughs> he made these fucking stinkers all right and i and i resent it that's but, but i'll always have always have pre-waterworld kevin costner I'll so i side so note just side note i just texted <laughs> i just texted kevin smets and i, I said was like, you costner no, I texted I texted Smets and I said, You got a few shout outs and love on happy hour today. He, he said, Oh I said, Oh, I miss you all so much. So yeah. cheers to Kevin Smets. He'll be back. Cheers. Cheers to, cheers, cheers to the smasher. 
Here's the smash for smash the, the, the strongest one of us all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will never um, I will never be on his level until no. the day I die. I will he's, literally never be on his level. He's a fucking amazing yeah. human being and yeah. he I I can't even relate to what he's going through right now and he I I can just go I, I can literally go on. I can make an entire show. And we did the Smashathon. I can yeah. make an entire <laughs> show of how much I love and appreciate Kevin Smets and Yeah. But even like I said earlier with him and like Ace, like like just like yeah. just like just just who they choose to be as people yep. is something is something that I I I haven't tapped into. I'm not on that level yet. Like I haven't tapped into as a as a kind of person yet. And maybe I never will. But like they've tapped into somebody, like they've tapped into somebody who, who, like I said, like no matter what, everybody's got a story, like a, a Smet story or a Cabrera yeah. story, and and like, like everybody's got like that's somebody who, regardless, you know, like has has a way that they connect and they impact the lives of people beyond themselves every day, and that's something that I can only aspire to because I'm I I, I like fuck I just know I just know like like yeah. I. That is, that's a level that like I can, I can only try to be, and I know I will never be because they just set the bar. He's. It's a, it's scary. I can't even. It, like I said, I could make an entire episode with how I feel, yeah. about Kevin. And yeah. I, I was we, Sean and I were there for his first match in studio, and we never. He's 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 the reason why Sean. He's partially the reason why Sean is in the showdown right now, and Kevin's a really good friend of ours, and he's just a fucking warrior he i mm-hmm. you know he's so before before my match and uh with laura uh he was helping me study just like whenever he could he would text me questions and stuff and every text that i got from him of like a of, of a star wars trivia question i would be like alex look look so that's texted me yep. look yep. Yeah. That jealous. Yep. That's I know it's 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 me with Sean too. I go, Kevin sent a thing, and it's him. (laughs) I was like, he wants to help me. Kevin, (laughs) Kevin, I want to send cheers to Kevin and Dasha and baby Kira. Just Mm -hmm. cheers to the Smets family for being fucking warriors and I mean, we're all wearing green, right? Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag smash cancer, y'all. Hashtag smash cancer. And if I may briefly, long story short, Kevin uh, reached out a few times last season and uh, was very kind. And uh, I feel like I got to know him better. We we participated in a couple sessions together. And um, uh, Kevin was another trailblazer. uh, as someone who started out as a fan and then set the league on fire. So mm-hmm. um, I I would love uh, to, to get the opportunity to hang out with him more in person one day, but the interaction I've had thus far has been dynamite. So yeah, cheers to Kevin. He's, you will. He said, he said, love this show. Know how much I love and appreciate you all. So I, he's, he's just a, He's a fucking warrior, and I wish I want to live the same strength that uh, that Kevin Smith has. So she uh, once again, ch- we can't. <laughs> We're just gonna and do I'm, a couple of cheers at a time for the. And the, I'm the biased, I- and I'm biased, but cheers to parents in the showdown. We all work hard, but um, yes, I yeah, 
Vote on parents. I cannot imagine doing this and having a small yeah. human to look at. There after. are very few. There are very there few. Are I have very to say, few. I've really thought about it, and I've thought about it more since meeting Adam, because Adam, you are a parent. Um, you are a parent, and you are also the reigning champion and somebody who has literally done something that nobody has ever done in the Schmodown, and you are a parent. And it is so weird when I think about like myself and like like my self-absorbed self. Um, and, and I think about, they're so far and few between like, like Jader is a parent and an excellent yep. competitor. Yes, um, we is. now have McWeeny, um, who's yep. in, who is a parent, um, and a phenomenal competitor, Alex, um, scratch Alex, that last. Alex, Alex is a pet parent. <laughs> No, we have no, we have lots of children. Alex is sixteen Grogu children to take we care have, of. We have lots of Grogu children. It's fine. <laughs> Adam, you obviously are, and Smets and Smets now is like there is something really, really, truly, truly to be said. It, it's actually a smaller field than you think for the people yeah. who are the Thomas, people who I are think Thomas Harper and John Hoey. Are Demolanta, beautiful, good. Demolanta, Hoey just had his second. Uh, Hoey just, just, just had, had it. it, yeah, and he's been killing it Frankie, with studying too. Frankie Alvarez has a Alvarez. Baby. There you go. See, so it's a, it's a small club, and and like, but like you guys, you guys have all like, like I mean, people like not, not, not like men, like like people, like you guys have all like just shot into this this upper echelon of like like oh Cybold, yes Cybold, absolutely Cybold has, has, I, has mentioned. His I think being a parent the Shmodan is honestly a secret. A superpower. What it is? It, well, it is. It it is, something that is, is very rare. Like when we really think about it, when we really break it down, and like all of us has the time to commit to this, but like when you really want to break it down <laughs> to the the people who the people who like doing are doing everything they're doing on top of it, and also like like nurturing a small person, like yeah, like it small, is it is <laughs> like a miniature human. <laughs> like that's what yeah. that's what children are like for a motherless woman like me like look, like I'm just like these are like these are like miniature people these are Olympus right these are Olympus right like like you have to like work in childcare I used to call them tiny humans because they are tiny humans they are they are my daughter has a very limited understanding of the Shmodown she's four but like um she she's seen fleeting images of my matches. She gets excited when she sees me on TV. You rogue squadron, you asshole. Um, uh, I'm gonna just mute my mic. But um, what I find, what I love about my daughter is uh, when I have to like, Sometimes I'm with her and like I have to hop on my laptop for Zoom meetings for my job. She's like, "Oh, Daddy, do you have a match?" I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, I don't have a match every day. But like, I I built it up. Like I told her, like there were a couple times where I'm like, I have to play. I have a match Aww. or I have a show or whatever. <laughs> and uh, uh, so disclaimer uh, or a little story here. Um, That's gonna make me. When I did that scene with Dan for the spectacular where we're ribbing each other a bit, um, when I recorded that, my daughter crashed it like five times. <laughs> she kept walking out while Dan was in the middle of a great 
great riff on me, like correction blah, correction blah. Like Dan was on fire going after me. <laughs> and my daughter walked in, she's like, ha! Like, <laughs> like point and 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 nerd chronic reached out and he's like, hey man, there's some absolute gold in these outtakes. And he's like, he's like, he's like, I and he, he like nerd chronics like salt of the earth. This guy's amazing, and he's and he he understood. He understood that like he understood where I was coming from, and he said, "I understand you're a parent. You might be protective. Do you not want to put your daughter in the outtakes?" And I said, "Look, it's just a personal thing. I do keep my daughter off social media, of course, of course. and and that's before the showdown too. It's not because yeah. I think I'm no, super famous. It, it's just." It's my kid. It's just personal yeah. preference. Mm-hmm. And he was, and he was like, absolutely no problem. He's like, but I got some other stuff too. Are you being silly? And I was like, yeah, have at it. But my point is like, she interrupted and, and seeing like Dan laugh at it was really, <laughs> really amusing. And that's a moment that'll just exist in my memory. And that's why it's extra special. Um, but, but yeah, kids in the Schmodown are no joke. It's a lot of extra work. It's a lot of extra work. My six-year-old stepson. We watched my match together. He saw my reaction to "I am robot." And he asked how much. How he asked me once a day if I'm still stressing out on that answer. Oh no! <laughs> I am robot. Yeah. yeah by, by the way, by the way, Alvarez. We all Molly. Molly. Alex yeah. sounds like season seven of Vikings right now. Is he okay? <laughs> Don't, Jake is gonna come. Poor Valhalla. Skull, 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 skull. Jake fucking loves Vikings. Vikings is the shit. Vikings is awesome. (laughs) Vikings is so good. Uh, To my knowledge, Game of Thrones, but based on real history. I'll never know. Oh, they're playing. Um, I don't know if it's a plus or minus because Game of Thrones is awesome because it's like supernatural. It is like like it taps into the supernatural. Like it, it is a grounded show that then taps into the supernatural to like take it to the next level. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alex is like on uh, Alex. So Mel, like I said, calling I'm Adam like, Alex. Because like, so from a from a fan point of view seeing alex he's like prim and proper ace i literally told <laughs> so i literally told marisol and adam we came and i was like yeah this this could last like an hour and a half two hours here we are on our three hour mark and this is welcome to happy hour you guys mm. like this match is keep this this this, this match I'm this a match, I'm a <laughs> match. It's, a, it's, it's a match of yeah uh, this it's a show, match of love this yeah. show just goes on for however the fuck long we want and cue alex did he just did somebody just yell leroy jenkins is that what i just heard leroy no. leroy jenkins Mar- marisol, marisol did you play wow have you ever played wow um, not personally, but I've watched, Ugh. I've been right next to people playing it. Okay. I've been <laughs> right next see. to people playing it. So I felt that shit. So I I've, I've, a hardcore WoW player. I've watched hardcore. people. I've sat, I, I, I'm not like, like Jill, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like be like, oh yeah, I'm into it. I've, I've never been a hardcore gamer. I've always lived vicariously through a lot of friends who are hardcore gamers. <laughs> and so I've had... 
PJ, can you write us? PJ, if you can write us Disney questions, my my confidence would get really high because I'd probably win. Just saying. Anyway, World of Warcraft. Yeah. No, let's I, continue. I, I, I've never dabbled in it. it. I've never played it personally. The only yeah, I've never played World of Warcraft. I've just sat and watched like some friends who were super fucking into it. Yep. And I've just like hung over like the back of their chair and like watched them do it, Dude. and that's the extent of my world. I, there's a we're talking about World of Warcraft. I stepped away for sixty seconds. I, <laughs> I brought up Leroy Jenkins. I brought up because, that, that moment because, because <laughs> Alex was screaming and Marisol was like, "Did he scream Leroy?" It sounded like Leroy Jenkins, and, and I did. said, it's it's did. Just like it World did. of Warcraft," because as someone who used to play hardcore World of Warcraft, <laughs> I had to mention it. But I haven't, I used to be like, like, like sicken, sickeningly addicted yeah. to World of mm-hmm. Warcraft. Like okay. I, so I never got sucked into World of Warcraft, but I played straight up Warcraft 2 on Windows 98 for years. <laughs> because uh, I yep. was, it's because like Warcraft 2 was like Roller Coaster Tycoon for a That game parents. is so good. And because like the gold, the like the gold mines and and the regular mines and the crops and all that stuff, and then just like the satisfaction of getting your people to fight. Now, Roller Coaster Tycoon, I will say, that game is a sociopath's wet dream because like yeah. you can just like I look you disclaimer kill people. I created a whole park as an experiment to see how long I could cause like Chaos. death and mayhem without getting closed. If you um, if you don't kill people while playing Roller Coaster Tycoon, you're not doing it right. Now here's the thing, Jill. I started a park. I tried to make it fail. I opened a park. I inexplicably called the park Mrs. Doubtfire, and then and then like. I made every single roller coaster like end midair, so everyone launched to their death every time. And and then I raised the bathrooms a thousand feet in the air, so and put people on top of them, so they had to pay five hundred dollars every time to take a piss. And like I did all this stuff, and the park stayed open. What the fuck? I know, I know. It was I was just trying to test the software. I was like, this software has no soul. It's not it my doesn't. fault. It doesn't. I'm not the soulless one. I'm just testing the software. No. Yeah. No, I think, I think, I think Roller Coaster Tycoon is like, they want you to kill as many people as possible. Like, that's the whole point. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, they're encouraging it, basically. I bought that <laughs> CD ROM at a yard sale and I put it in my computer and I played it the whole summer. <laughs> my sister and I probably spent hundreds of hours playing roller coaster tycoon it's so good and like we did multiple models of like theme parks we did the we did the disneyland model where it cost like 200 dollars to go into a park but your rides were free and then we also did like the knott's berry farm model like the old school knott's berry Mm -hmm. farm model where it was like five dollar entrance fee and then you had to pay for each all right jill have you done the knott's berry haunted house thing Adam Collins, I used to be a monster. I used to be a monster. It's called Knott's Halloween Haunt, and I used to be one of the most highest paid monsters for Knott's Halloween Haunt. I think I love haunted house shit. I love it. I've been I've been to Universal in Florida and California 
uh, interchangeably. So here's my, and I've been to lots of little haunts too. I love it. Here's my snob opinion. So universe. So Hollywood horror nights used to be the creme de la creme. They had the monsters. They had Mm -hmm. the budget. Not scary farm has upped their shit so fucking much. It's on par with Universal. Yeah, Studios. I know their budget is insane. It's like they're doing some quality stuff. It's hold on, I'm gonna pull up uh, now. Now I gotta pull up my shit. Now I gotta pull up some photos of me at, when I worked in Halloween Hot. Um, <laughs> no, I used to be one of the highest paid monsters <laughs> at Halloween Hot. Like, bish. That documentary oh, about the Haunters, the documentary. On I Netflix. was filmed. For that documentary. I, I love don't that documentary, Jill. I don't think I made it for that documentary, but we filmed. I was filmed no, for that nothing, documentary. Yeah, nothing about, like, nothing surprised me, surprised me about that with your commitment, Jill. Like, I, I, yeah, nothing, nothing surprised me. It was, yeah, I was, let me see if I can find, I have, I have pictures in here somewhere of me from Haunt. Hold on. I'm gonna, I have, I also worked for this is where, so this is where my, like, my schmo down and my personal life kind of merged and it fucking freaked me out. I worked for Skybound um, for one of their video games and I was one of their zombies at E3. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, was I like, used to oh, work God. for GameStop. I used to go to those conventions too. I, Eth- I was there. I was a zombie. We so probably were in the same convention center. There's me. Hey. <laughs> there's me. At Halloween Hot. Um, Does not disappoint, madam. We were, um, so I was part of, we were called, our troop was called the Tricksters. We were the only improv troop of the entire street monsters. And we could go on rides. Oh, man. We could go on rides. We could go in all the mazes. We could touch people. We could go wherever we wanted. We had no rules. I love that. I, I see, like, Actual haunted house, like amusement, uh, is one thing. I don't like the stuff where like people are like, "Hey, come to this place to have fake vomit shoved in your mouth and have someone tell you that you're worthless." And like that stuff is something. So my first year working at Knott's Halloween Haunt. Mm -hmm. You're back. We're talking about haunted houses. We're talking about houses. My first year working at Halloween Haunt, I worked in a upcharge maze. So when you go to, if anyone doesn't know in Southern California, you can go to Halloween Haunt, you pay the admission, and you can go in any maze or any scare zone you want to. But for the first year, I worked in Trapped. It was called Trapped. It was an up, it was an up priced maze where you had to pay an additional price to come in you also had to sign a waiver yeah because these waivers are more and more common we had to to touch you we got to touch you we got to shove you and shit yep you had to eat things yep so the first so trapped the first year of trapped was the best year they ever had individual (laughs) fucking alex so it was so you might be was, talking about what you're talking about. So. <laughs> right. So trapped was individual rooms where you had to find your way out. It was either yes. you had to find it was either you had to find a switch somewhere in the room. You had to pet a rabbit. Thank rabbit. you, you Saw to, franchise. We 
literally it was literally saw so the first room was a dirty bathroom where you had to dig into a dirty toilet and pull the plug to enter into the next room and there was i heard perry nemeroff talk about doing that Ooh. one per- did perry go perry did that one So, so Molly, Alex, just tell us. Alex is drunk off his ass, right? I assume so because every time I go downstairs, there's a little less whiskey in that bottle. I just imagine him like smashing a mug against the wall and yelling for another. So, so that was so the first room was the janitor. There was a room where you had to eat either a live cricket or a live cockroach to get out into those the poor bastards didn't sign up for that why would what? those be the choices like a cricket and a cockroach i'm sorry Here's but as someone thing. who's ate yeah. yeah as someone who's eaten bug pops as a child People like crickets, pay for crickets crickets are a yep. normal thing to put in a popsicle yep. and crickets that was, are a that normal our, thing to uh, eat People uh, fry please. crickets in some states and yep. like some regions of oh. upstate New York. People fry crickets and eat them. Yep. Cockroaches are not a normal fucking thing to eat. So our uh, you do not so eat cockroaches. I'm so sorry, bonding, that's not a comparison. So our bonding, our bonding experience as a cast was before <sighs> every shift we would put. So so here's the thing: the crickets were either ranch dipped in like ranch dress and like ranch spices or barbecue spices they were like sure. amped up crickets and right. so every single shift before we would start we would either eat like we would all eat a cricket as like a like as like a cast building thing so That's we did normal. so that was one room we would have to eat cricket that was another room to escape <laughs> we had a bloody mary room which for half the season i was bloody mary and we would come out of the mirror you know, and like, but the, so they would have to escape the room by saying Bloody Mary three times. And when they said Bloody Mary three like times, that. we would, mm-hmm. the mirror would open. We would come out as Bloody Mary, all bloodied and gross and like doing the back bend shit. And we'd come out. Um, but the room where we got the most um, safe words, because there's a, it was a safe word where you got escorted. Oh, out. yeah. <laughs> um, it was our uh, morgue room. <laughs> 